Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. I got a special guest from Saving San Diego with Big Block Realty, uh, Miss Sarah Dietman on the call. And she's here with a co-pilot. Who's your co I shouldn't even say co-pilot because she's actually the one driving. You're, you're the co-pilot today. I am the pilot today. That's right. Deborah C. in the house. Deborah C. in the house. I got a twofer. Yeah, I got a twofer on this one. That works out. Two for one. So we get to hear you. You know what? I'm going to get to hear a little bit of both of your stories if that's cool. But I'm not distracting the driving because uh, I want you guys to arrive alive wherever, wherever, wherever it is that you're going. Is that fair? I think I might have lost you guys. Whoop. There we go. I lost you. All right. Okay. All right. So, okay. What I said was uh, I'm going to ask you guys both questions. Um, but but uh, Deborah, you're not allowed to look at the camera. Fair enough? All right, cool. All right, ladies. Um, well, first of all, uh, how, let, let's start with Sarah. Sarah, how did you get into this business of real estate? What was it that drove you to this maniac thing of sales? I have had a passion for real estate since I was a little kid. My parents actually would buy houses and then they would renovate them and they while they were living in them and then sell them. And then out of high school, I went to college for appraisal and finance. And then I worked for a law firm, which was not as fun as I had hoped. So then I dabbled in residential, which also wasn't fun. And I couldn't find my niche until um, REIG, um, Asset Management LLC, found me um, and they took me on. And from there, I worked my way up and became um, the operations and then started doing acquisitions. And that was it for me investments was my shtick i guess you could say investments i mean that's kind of a different ball game than your typical residential your typical commercial you're working with people who are looking for something quite specific they're looking for a return on investment um and either something long term or something quick cash right right so there's long term hold there's short term and then there's development ooh and that's a whole different ball game in and of itself yeah, then it gets real complicated. Well, how about Deborah? Deborah, how did you decide to get into this sales gig? Well, I was off from working for a while. I sold off my hearing aid clinics and was off working for a bit. And when I went to go back to work, a friend of mine who was a realtor said to me, well, if you want, me, if you want to learn how to bird dog deals for investors, I can teach you. I said, okay, let's go. So we started finding deals for investors. 
uh, flip opportunity deals and getting those locked up. And I just started as an assistant and worked my way up the food chain to now where Sarah and our independent partners. So bird dogging, so bird dogging is what you guys are doing now, right? You're basically. No, well, we do, we're beyond that. We, we do find deals. We have deals more, more often than not, they sort of come, come to us at this point, but our, our whole process of what we do is we do find the deals. We put the deal together in, in the way of raising funds for it. If we need to using our own funds, connecting different investment funds to the project we manage the project and do the rehab and then uh, we are real estate agents as well so we sell the houses and then depending on the structure of that particular deal we split profits according to how that structured so we are flipping our own houses we are finding deals we are real estate agents we do some traditional real estate with buyers and sellers we're just all around. Anything real estate that you can do is we're rocking and rolling in. We wear a lot of hats. Yeah, that is a lot of hats. I was going to say, that's not your traditional realtor stuff. I mean, you're dealing with, well, no. tell me what a typical transaction looks like. What's your bread and butter when it comes to that? Because, I mean, you gave me three different scenarios, but what's the bread and butter that you're, you're normally after? So my, my niche, what I prefer to do where my heart lies is in the investment aspect. So helping whether it's it's normally a single family residential distress scenario. So it could be somebody, a family that's behind on payments, um, a pre-foreclosure, a short sale. We're able to come in and help them relocate um, find a better living situation because sometimes landlords let their houses go and then there's mold and things and it's just a hazard and we're able to come in, help them out, help the seller out so that they are able to move on to the next chapter in their life. And then we have the opportunity to take that home, revitalize it, add value to the rest of the community and the neighborhood and provide a new safe home for another family that's turnkey ready. Dude, that's, that's a, that is very, very niche, especially in the market that we're coming from. We're coming from a, a very hot market in San Diego where there's a lot of homes with a lot of equity because prices are back at a nice higher point. So it's, it's, a, it's one of those things where you're really shopping around for people who are more in a distressed situation than they are in an economical situation. Um, but we're heading towards the end of a cycle. So you guys are also in a nice little predicament where when the market does change, when things do go the other way, you've already been doing this for a while. You already have all the pieces, all the puzzle pieces in play. Um, what are you guys thinking about when it comes to markets changing like that? Like how, how you feel about where you're positioned? So the great thing about our market is that we're the buyers. So as long as we're able to underwrite accordingly for when we plan to resell that properly, property, then will still end up in the green. However, if we don't underwrite for that property accordingly and all of a sudden interest rates skyrocket and we have a asset portfolio of like 
10 properties on the market and we need to all of a sudden drop that sale price like 10 20 30 grand we're caught with our pants down but fortunately because we really rely on our knowledge and forecasting and that's where i also depend heavily on my education and just basically being in san diego and seeing how things are going especially like when comparing it to the past few years we're able to we just have to buy at a lower price point and that can make it a little bit tough for us at first i noticed that a lot at the end of last year when all of a sudden the interest rates skyrocket it takes a while for the rest of the population to catch up and realize that hey what zillow says isn't what my house is selling for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the thing is this too i i personally had to recreate myself in career a couple times in my life and i just like to stay in a sense fluid in my abilities to make sure that i can move with the market and change as necessary so that's why we really diversify our income streams between the flipping between the uh inv- you know the investments and traditional real estate so we do also do traditional sales you know buyers and seller sales so real estate market in san diego is not going to go away entirely ever so as long as we're able to shift with it which is what we work very hard to pay attention to to the shifts so that we can shift with it and project what we need to do, uh, we're going to be fine. We, we've, we really work hard to diversify so that we are okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cause that honestly, that's kind of a, the, one of those scary things as you, as you enter the change, right? Like you said, getting caught with your pants down in that kind of market, it, it, many people did back in 2005, 2006, 2007. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was, that was a scary uh, situation for a lot of people because it came, you know, it, it, you're, you're absolutely right. I remember back then they were saying things like, you know, when you lose your job or, or when your neighbor loses their job, it's a recession, but when you lose your job, it's a depression. Right. And it's always a perspective thing. How, how are you positioned uh, when this, when this time change happens? However, on the flip side of that, you guys are, must be rocking it when it comes to listing appointments because when you sit down with a, with a seller, you do have the multiple options to help them out. You're really truly sitting there listening to the clients. You know, the client's going to tell you whatever their situation is and you have almost like a menu of things that you can offer this particular client, right? Well, how soon do you need to get it? Our business model is to be creative. So whatever that looks like, you know, if we need to help raise some funds for a client to do the remodel themselves, if they need, they just want to pay us a management fee to manage it for them, we're happy to do that. We're happy to buy it. We're happy to sell it. We're happy, you know what I mean? So such a fluidity in what we're able to do and a creativity, we're able to be very successful. Right. We have more, uh, that was one of the big reasons why I chose to go off on my own and partner with Deborah was because we're able to have more of a boutique feel where we can cater to different people and the scenarios and what their goals are in their lives. So I I have a perfect example today. Um, I had a FISBO, a for sale by owner, reach out to me and she needs to get a certain amount of money equity out of her property in order to move on and have enough money to retire and live but taking you know five six percent off the top 
is going to make that not feasible for her. So in that kind of situation, I'm going to go and have this meeting with Monday and let her know different options that she has available because the house isn't in perfect condition, but there are, you know, landlords and users that are still open to purchasing something that is still in livable condition, maybe not at a fixer flipper standpoint, or maybe have like a seller carry back note type of situation. And she basically holds the mortgage until the house is resold. Or like Deborah said, um, you help manage the renovation and then they get paid. Everybody gets paid out on the resale of the house. There's tons of different options that we have at our disposal that we can offer to our clients. Now, you guys are wearing a tool belt with a number of different tools on it. I mean, the, the, the type of strategies that you're talking about um, could easily go over the head of some professionals that have been in the industry for five plus 10 years because they've just never operated in that space before. They've never really done it. Things, some of these, some of those strategies that you're just talking about right now, uh, again, you, when you're sitting with the front of a client, you don't absolutely know which one to pick, right? However, there are a ton of agents out there that do want to become a little more diversified, that do want to learn these different strategies and to jump in and become uh, an investor type or just jump in and, and start doing the rehab. I mean, that's, that could be very overwhelming for somebody. What, what, what kind of things would you suggest if someone's kind of even inching about going a, a similar route to what you guys are doing? What are some of the, the things that you had to overcome? Whatever you do, do not use Fixer Upper or Fix and Flip or HGTV as an example <laughs> or, uh, or like a process plan. For me specifically, what I did was I found people that were really good and then I followed them around. I would listen to them whether they wanted me to listen or not. I would hang around in the background. I would work overtime. I can't begin to tell you how much I worked for free. Um, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I spent a, a, almost a whole year working for free, basically. And, you know, ironing clothes for somebody, straightening the papers of their office, anything to just absorb what I could yeah. learn. And I think one of the biggest things, if somebody wants to start doing that, they have to find a mentor. Pay somebody to teach you, pay somebody, you know, put in some money with them and take a very little return. It's just like going to college. You have to pay to go to college, but to get a, a true education on something in real life, you've got to have a good mentor, somebody you can trust and lean on and learn from. And, and that's going to raise you up because it's really hard to get. I didn't until my mentor gave me the confidence to let me know that I could do this, mm -hmm. that I was doing CEO work and I had no idea. And it was that confidence and that, that mentor that raised me up, that gave me the confidence to do what I'm doing today. So, and not, I don't even think you have to necessarily pay for somebody, but just shadowing is a huge part reading is another big part um i can't begin to tell you like audible is a huge resource um for anybody and then construction like every aspect that 
is a part of what you want to do is something that you should learn about. I can't begin to tell you how much my knowledge in renovation has given me a step up. And then my background in legal has given me another step. I love legal contracts. <laughs> she can adjust. We know the contract is backward and forward. <laughs> so I'm that type of person that if I don't know something and it crossed my path, whether or not I'm going to use it again in my lifetime or not, I need to figure out exactly why that happened, what happened, and how to either avoid it from happening again or not. Just soak up as much knowledge as you can, listen to everybody, and just surround yourself with the people that you want to emulate like what you want to be oh. and you want to get into rooms you know you you want to network get into rooms where you're the brokest the lowest guy on the totem pole you know you want to surround yourself with people who know what they're doing <clears throat> people that you can absorb from and you know people who are truly truly successful they give back mm -hmm. so if you really approach it in a place of what can I do to help you be more successful? Therefore, being a sponge, helping myself be more successful. There are people out there that will mentor you. Yeah. I what? would say make yourself as uncomfortable as possible. If you're uncomfortable, then you're, I mean, as long as it's not like in a, you know, in a legal way. <laughs> <laughs> no law breaking. You know what I mean? Do yeah. on the up and up. You have to get out of your comfort zone for sure and surround yourself with people that make you raise your own standards. That's all great advice. Um, I, I teach high school. I teach a lot of 17-year-old kids. And one of the things I always tell them is, um, and, and they're the kids that haven't been doing well academically, right? They're the kids that have been struggling when it comes to academics. But they um, – they still have a lot of that drive to be entrepreneurs and you can see it because I got the kids that sell like chips in class or they sell like, uh, you know, candies or whatever it is that they're selling in class, even though they're not supposed to sell on campus, they still do. They have that entrepreneurial spirit and I want to kind of put that, awesome. right? That's how I rolled in That school. is freaking amazing. I love that. That is, that is it. That, that grind, it's just, I love that. Well, I want to fuel that. that person and I would like just what's the word where you yeah. just you want you want to you, you want to nurture them yeah you want to nurture them those kinds of people i will nurture the crap out of them if they want it i will nurture it <laughs> see and that's well here's the advice that that i've been giving them because they're 17 right now so i you know i give them the opportunity to go to micrust.org which is a pre-licensing place right and I'm like, look, I'll give you a nice discount code that you can use there. You can take your real estate course material, the, the practices, the principles, and then an elective while you're 17. And then when you're 18, you can take your state exam. And I go, you guys have this yeah. opportunity to come out here and start making real money in this world. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I keep telling them is to find somebody that they're interested in working with and working for free. So I love how, Deborah, you said you spent about a year working for free. Absolutely. I'm like, go over there and pick up their clothes and iron it, go over there and, you know, hand coffee to everybody that's in the office, go over there and make the copies for people, but understand you're gonna, you're that you're going to get a tidbit. You're going to get yes. little tidbits, little nuggets along the way yeah. while you're handing them that coffee that you're going to get, that's going to make a difference in your life. And by the way, that being said, 
if you know any young ones that are truly exceptional that you believe really are true entrepreneurs, I'm happy to talk to them and see if there's any way that Sarah and I can, you know, help motivate them, nurture them, put them in the right direction. Because we've done this from the ground up and I wouldn't have it any other way. Partnering with Sarah has been phenomenal. What we do every day is so fulfilling. I wake up in the morning passionate about my day every day. And it's just beautiful. I have a lovely family. But all that is, it's all because of something that we create ourselves. And we have to really help our young ones to learn that they can do that. You don't have to go to a dead-end job and just work your eight to five that you hate. You don't have to do that. You could do something you love every day and get excited about it every day. 100%. excited to work every day. I love it. And Sarah, you mentioned something a little while ago too, and I want to get your your opinion on this. Deborah, I don't know if you ended up going to college or not, but Sarah said you did get your degree and now you're doing uh, something that actually didn't require a degree, but you have the benefit of, of the education. I tell my kids all the time that college is not mandatory, but continuous learning is. They have to continue to educate themselves no matter what it is in yes. whatever field they're going through, but it doesn't have to be college. So I'm, I'm wondering from your guys' opinion, um, based on what you're doing today, what would you what would you say about going to college? And my biggest thing is because of the enormous cost that's associated with college nowadays, is it a value add to do that? Or is it, you know, do they have the option to go another route and still make a phenomenal living? 110%. 110%. I, I didn't go to college. Deborah didn't go to college. I was honestly, unless it's something that is required, like you are going to go and cut a body open or, <laughs> you know, help animals stay alive or something like that. I do not think that you need to go and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on an education that is going to leave you in debt for decades to come because the salary that you end up leaving the school with isn't going to pay for it. Um, true entrepreneurs don't need college if you're constantly educating yourself on what you want to do. So there are, there are numerous ways to educate yourself. One is mentors, there's classes you can take. Like with my children, I have, I have children coming into the college times. And like my daughter, she's not an entrepreneur at all. She needs a skill. So she's in college. She's already finished her associates. She's moving on. That is what she needed to do for her. My son coming up, he's an entrepreneur naturally. He needs to continue to learn and have an education. And I do recommend some college just for the structure in your mind. And so you don't try to go out to the world and grow up too fast but that's what mommy's uh but at the same time he's such an entrepreneur he's not going to need a degree to make crazy amounts of money because he's going to create that for himself through self-education so it really depends on the person i really think but if you're a true entrepreneur it is 100 percent possible to do it without without a college degree i think what you need to do is find your fire, find your spark, find what motivates you and fulfills you and then figure out how you can do that on a daily basis. 
So for me, it's, I really love helping people. I was in a horrible situation one time and I was homeless and didn't have anywhere. I am able to now use my career as a catalyst to help ensure that other people don't ever have to go through that. Or if they do, I have options for them to avoid it completely or mitigate or make it help them through it. So Sarah, during that time where you were where you were homeless, what was it that helped you out of it? Was it a mindset? Was it a mentor? Was it an action plan? Did you just like decide this is the furthest rock bottom that I wanted to hit? What was it during that time that that you know kicked you back into gear? It wasn't necessarily that I like allowed it to fall that way. I was I'm an immigrant to America. And I was unfortunately left in a sticky where I could have either gone back with my tail between my legs and failed miserably and moved back with my mom in the middle of nowhere and had no car, no job, and nothing to my name. Or I could have stuck it out, used my knowledge, and just grinded for the last five years, non-freaking-stop. Can I answer that for Sarah? Sure. You know what has helped Sarah is her mindset. Her mindset is strong. She is a killer, a crusher, and she accepts nothing but the best from herself, which makes her a beautiful partner, and I'm so glad for, to be her partner. I'm honored to be Aww. her partner. But her mindset is there. Her mindset is there. No matter what is going on in her personal life that may get her down, you know, things that you and I may just completely crawl over, she goes through them and pushes through them with a strong mind. That's really what does it for her. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I was raised by German parents, so I wasn't really, don't really have a choice to just keep on going. (laughs) But. Yeah, I was I was curious. Everybody gets dealt different cards. You know, we all have a different hand that's dealt to us when it comes to life. We all have different things that happen. Some of them we, you know, we go steer down the wrong path. We end up in different places. Sometimes life just slaps us and says, "Hey, here's here's your new spot." Um, but the 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 mindset that you have that that ability to persevere to continue to push through when your back's against the wall to just make sure that you put your feet against it and push forward, like that is something that um, that you can see coming out of what it is that you guys are doing as a team. You can see how you guys uh, work well together. And, and I'm, I'm positive that I'm going to reach out to you guys here in the near future when I got some uh, young graduates who are looking to, to you know, aspire to be something different. You guys are a cool team. And uh, I, I think anybody would, uh, would love to sit in that back seat over there and shadow you guys and learn from you guys. And, yeah. uh, and you know, train the next generation. I got the mom van. We've got teenagers in here. Let's rock it. Boom. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a job. <laughs> it is. But you know what? Like, like, like Deborah was saying earlier, the, the, the fact, and, and you, you said it too, Sarah, when you figure out what makes you happy, if you can monetize that, doing the thing yes. that makes you happy on a regular yes. basis, 
I can honestly say that just by talking to you guys for 30 minutes, I don't think you'll ever retire. You love what you do. You love what you do. This is your retirement. You're already living it. And that's, yeah, I would do this for free. And I did, I did this for free for years and I would, I would continue to do it for free. I would honestly say like, find the spark, find the passion, find what makes you happy. Don't worry about money and it's going to come anyways. It'll be I had no idea. I never in my wildest dreams five years ago with two suitcases and a dog to take care of thought that I would be in the position that I'm in right now. I am blessed. Thank you, America. <laughs> this is awesome. Don't ever, 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 ever give up. I love that. I don't think I can end with anything greater than that. <laughs> don't ever, ever, ever I'm give up. Try. <laughs> if you cry i did a good job on the interview <laughs> all right guys uh real quick before we we close out what's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they need help getting out of their home they have a particular situation they need investors how do they get a hold of you call us or email us so we have an instagram saving san diego we have facebook saving san diego we also have, um, if you just Google my name, the, I think I take up like a couple pages on Google. So you can definitely find my contact. Google your phone number. He's got, you got my number and feel free to share that. And Deborah, if you Google Deborah C, you'll find her too. But my phone number is 760-826-9818. And Deborah's number is 760 715-4295. Awesome and ladies. We truly just want to help. It's we will not we will provide you options. We'll never tell you or forcefully show you what you need to do or feel like you have to do it. We educate you that you can make the best decision possible for your life. Love it. By the way, you are my very first car drive interview <laughs> party in the mom van it's okay we only see the seats we don't actually we can't tell you could have been you could have been in a bentley i wouldn't know the difference party in the maserati there you go see stay humble stay humble that's the other thing stay humble stay humble i love it absolutely well ladies you guys did a great job thank you very much for coming on the show i know traffic was a was a bear so you know we had to do it a little bit different but thanks for for sticking to the schedule and coming on all right shout out to big block realty right yeah. <laughs> all right guys thank you very much that's all we got for you guys today ladies and gentlemen peace and i'm out Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.